Today's daf is Bavakama daf yod. We are at the Mishnah, seven lines from the top of daf tes omid beis. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for achenu bnei Yisrael hanesunim batzaru uveshivya. So we are the Ezer Hashem holding by the second Mishnah here in Meseches Bavakama, which very much is a continuation of the first Mishnah, the Arba Ovois Nezikin. Zok the Mishnah. Kol shechafti b'shmirasoi, hechsharti es niskoi. Hechsharti b'miktsas niskoi, chafti b'tashlume niskoi, kehechsher kol niskoi. So the second Mishnah begins with what appears to be a riddle. Definitely Lashen Mishnah. It's interesting, the Gemara on Davvava Medbez asked the question that in the very first Mishnah, the Mishnah mentioned the, the Arba of Isnazikin, Leroy Zekeroy Zeh, Hatzad Ashova Shebohen, Shedarkon Lahazik, Ushmirosan Olecho, Ukeshehizik Chav Hamazik Vashalim, Tashlume Nezik, Bimeta Vaaris. And the Gemara was bothered with the interesting word Chav Hamazik. It should have said Chayev Hamazik. And Omer Rab Yehuda Amarav, Haitano Yerushalmihu. The reason the Lashen that was used was Chav and not Chayev is because the Tana of the Mishnah was a Yerushalmi, the Tani Lishna who apparently didn't use vowels, and as a result, instead of saying Chayev, he said the word Chav. The Maritzchias on that Gemara says that really this one line, Hai Tana Yerushalmi, is an explanation of some nuances that are different in the first Mishnah in the Mesechna, then in most Mishnahis and Shas, in the second Mishnah of the Mesechta, and even in the third Mishnah. So the fact that the Mishnah begins speaking very much in some roundabout, almost enigmatic form is because and this Tana Taka talked a little bit differently. But either way, what do these words even mean? So Zok Rashi, Kol Shechafti Bishmirasoi Anything that I, meaning a person, is obligated to watch, in the event that you're obligated to watch something, and that thing then goes ahead and damages, I'm considered responsible for the damage that took place because I didn't watch it properly. Meaning, if I'm obligated to watch something and then that thing goes and damages, obviously I was negligent because had I watched it properly, then the damage would not have occurred. Now, there is a concept of an oinus, but in most cases, if damage took place, you would assume that it's related to the fact that I did not watch this thing that I was supposed to watch properly. So what is the Hezbo of the first line of this riddle? If I am obligated to watch something, and then I don't watch it properly, and as a result, that thing goes and damages, my not watching it makes me responsible for the damage that took place. The Mishnah continues and says, in the event that I didn't watch it, but only a little bit, in the sense that I only caused some of the damage to take place, the Gemara will explain what that means. I'm going to be responsible for the entire damage. As if I would have caused the entire damage. So the second part of the Mishnah saying is that if a person is machsher, he brings about a little bit of this hezek, 
he's achroi, he's responsible, he has to pay as if he brought about the entirety of this hasik. So again, a little bit sasam. We'll see more about this in the Gemara, and then Be'ezah Hashem, and the raid today, and then the raid tomorrow. A person is responsible for any hezek that's caused by his mammon in the event that the nechassim that it damaged were nechassim she'en bahen me'ila, which is a roundabout way of saying nechassim that belong to hedit but don't belong to hektesh. Additionally, nechassim she'en shall b'nei bris. The only time a person is responsible for damages is if his mammon damaged something that belongs to a yid, a ben bris. And finally, nechassim ha'meyuchadim. The only time you're responsible and you're achroi for your mammon that damages is if these are nechassim ha'meyuchadim, which means they belong to somebody. If, however, you would damage hefker, you would not be responsible to pay back hefker. What does that even mean? The Gemara is going to explain. U'bechol makin, not just that, a person is responsible for any damage that happens via his mammon, regardless of where it happens, chutz, with the exception of mirishos, So if my shor, for example, would damage in my rishos, it's miyuchedes lamazik, so if I'm the only one that's allowed to be here and you're not allowed to be there, well then the onus is on you, not on me, and therefore, in such a situation, I would be potter, v'rishos hanizik v'hamazik. Now, what does that mean? Rashi says the Gemara is going to explain, so we'll wait for that. And finally, in all these cases, when a person is achroi, kishahizik, in the event that a damage takes place, chav hamazik, l'shalem tashlume nezek So if a damage does take place, then the owner is going to be responsible to pay If that line sounds familiar, it's the second time we had it, and the Gemara in the sugi is right in the beginning of the Masech to ask that why do you need that line to be mentioned the second time and the Gemara said that Aliba de Shmuel that holds that Shor is Regal and Mava is Shane which means that there's one of the obvious Nazikin of Shor Karen that wasn't mentioned in the Mishnah this one line Keshehizek Chav HaMazek L'Shalem Tashlumei Nezek Aret said the Gemara is L'Rabbi's Karen either way uh, Mishnah which is Sassim most Mishnayas are Sassim the Mishnah was written by Lashon Ketzara, but some are more sasum than others. This one definitely qualifies. Haitano Tana Yerushalmihu, who gave us a Mishnah Stuma that the Gemara is going to spend the next several daf explaining. Zok the Gemara, Tana Rabbanon, we learned in a so the Mishnah said, Kol Shechavti Bishmi Rasi, which is a very roundabout way of saying that a person is responsible for any damages that come about through his moment. Now, we know that already, right? So obviously this line is coming to tell me something that I otherwise maybe would not have known. Ketzad, so the Braisa, is being mefarish and is saying, what is the Chiddush in this line that I otherwise wouldn't have known, says the Braisa. Shar ubar. If somebody has a shar or somebody has a bar, and he gave it over to a Chereshayt Vakatan to watch. So Chereshayt Vakatan have in common that they're not considered B'nai Das. So somebody has a shar or somebody had a bar, he gave it to a Chereshayt Vakatan and said, will you please watch this for me? And then the shar or the bar was mazik, chayiv l'shalim. The halacha is, the owner, the bala shar, the bala bar, is going to have to pay. Meaning, even though he technically gave it to someone to watch, and if you're watching something and then a damage takes place, you're potter. So why is he chayiv? The reason is because he gave it to a Gershoy to the cotton. And being that they're Labne Dey and Inu, we assume they're not qualified really to be able to watch it. And as a result, you're going to be Chayyim. Mashe'en came be Esh. This, however, would not be the case as it relates to a fire. So if somebody has an Esh and he gives it over to a Gershoy to the cotton and then it damages, then you're going to be Potter. Says the Gemara, let's understand what the 
difference is between shar bar and ish. But my asking, what exactly is the case? When we say that if somebody gives over a shar bar to a cherishite of a cotton and it damages his chayat, do we mean that the shar was tied up and the bar was mechosa, meaning there was a ditch, but there was something on top of the bar that was covering it. And that's why the... And if that's what the case is regarding Shar and Bar. So it would be the equivalent theory of type of case as it relates to Eish. Meaning the Eish would be proverbially tied up or covered. What would be an example of that? Where you have a coal. So right, think of a coal at a barbecue. Is that dangerous? I guess, but it's not super dangerous. You would have to fan it and do something to cause the fire to spread now in order for it to really be dangerous. Meaning, is the case with the Shor, Bar, and Eish of this Bryce, so we're all somewhat protected. It's not like in some super vulnerable position. Now, what did the Bryce say? Shor and Bar, Shemasra, and Lecher, Shait, and in this case, we are on some level at Shamor, you're going to be Chayv, as opposed to Eish, you're going to be Potter. Fake the Gemara, what's the difference? Why with regards to Shor and Bar are you Chayv? Why with regards to Eish are you going to be Potter? Makes no sense. Elos says the Gemara, Bishar Mutter, Ubar Megula. Maybe the case is where the Shar was untied and the bar was exposed, the Kavos Gabi Eishalevis. Which means the equivalent thereof, the fire was also exposed, meaning it was a shalhevis. It was a real flame, which is a lot more dangerous. Well, if that's the case, then Maish in came the Eish the Potter. Why would you be Potter by Eish? The only time a person is Potter if he gives Eish to a Cherashite Vakatan is if he gives him a Gacheles, and then the Cherashite Vakatan goes and he fans it. He creates a shalhevis out of it. But if you give a shalheves to a cherashite of a cotton. In that case, you're going to be chayef. My kaima. And what's the reason you're going to be chayef? The habari hezeka. Because if you give him a shalheves, the chances of it damaging are so high, that's for that reason you're going to be chayef. So the Gemara says, what is the case of this price? Again, it's coming to be marba something. What's it coming to be marba? That a shor ubar shemasr on the cherashite of a cotton the hezeka chayef, as opposed to ish, you're going to be potter. What is the case? The case is where the shar was tied, the bar was covered, the ish was a shalheves, maishnahacha, maishnahacha. The Gemara doesn't understand what the difference is between shar bar on the one hand, ish on the other hand. Elamai, the case is where the shar is untied, the bar is magula, and the ish is a fire. Tell me, Shar is Potter, Ishlokish said, in that case, Shar is Chai. So it certainly can't be that. Now, the Rishonim speak out that the Gemara could have said the same dichoi, maishnahacha, maishnahacha. The Gemara doesn't hear a chilek between Shar Bar on the one hand and Eish on the other hand. And just like Maishnahacha, Maishnahacha, if it's Shamur, Maishnahacha, Maishnahacha, if it's not Shamur. But the Gemara is asking a better kasha. The Gemara is saying that that for sure can't be the case of the Braisa because Reish Lakish already said, Mefurish, that a Shalheves, if you give over to a Cherishite of a you're going to be Potter. So Balkarchach, you have to say it's talking about where it wasn't a shalheves. What was it? It was a gacheles. If it was a gacheles, then why is it that regarding Eish, you potter if you give a gacheles to a cherashite of a katan, but with regards to a shar kosher, and with regards to a bar mechusa, which is proverbially like the gacheles, why over there would you be chayef? So the Gemara is just a little unsure how to read the Bryce. So the Gemara says, You have to say it's talking about a shar kosher u bar mechusa. The shar was tied and the bar was covered. And you have to say that that the Eish was a uh, Gachelas. That's the only way to learn it according to Reish Lakish. What was the question that why is it regarding the Shor and the Bar Yechayev and why is it that with regards to the 
Gachelas, you're going to be potter. The Gemara says there's a svaru why they should be different. Shar darkei lintukei. A shar is a vildachaya, literally. And as a result, you know, you tie him to a leash. The, the second he gets tied up, he's trying to figure out how to get out. Right? The shar is proverbial, is uh, synonymous with the nagach, right? Shar. Fill in the blank. Shenagach. So that's what a shar is. So you gave it over to a cherishay to v'katan, and it was tied to a lamppost, you know, on a street corner. And then all of a sudden it damaged. And the cherishay to v'katan was watching it. Seriously? What do you think was going to happen? At some point, darke lintuke. Bar, darke linture. The same is true with a bar. You have a pit in the middle of a Rosh Hashanah, and you cover it with something. People walk in the Rosh Hashanah. A lot of things go on over there. And as a result, it's very likely that at some point something is going to happen. So therefore, you gave it to a cherishayit of a katan, I'm sorry, that's not good enough. You should have been on top of it on some level, even though it's true, it was tied, and even though it was covered, that's not enough of a shmir. Of a gacheles, as it relates to a gacheles, a kol kama deshavik la ma'amya amya. The metzias of a gacheles is, is that it has a very finite uh, lifespan. At some point, it's just going to blow out by itself. It's going to extinguish. And therefore, if you give it to a cherishayit of a katan, it's not the end of the world. And that is the chelik between the shah and the bar on the one end and the esh on the other hand. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yechanan, but there's a follow-up. According to Rabbi Yechanan, who holds, I feel the muscle shall have his nami potter. Rabbi Yechanan argued with what Rish Lakish said a minute ago. And he holds that if somebody gives a shalheves to a cherishayit of a katan, the Allah is, he's going to be potter. Now, if that's the case, then if the b'raisa is comparing and contrasting shayrim bar shemasrin l'cherashayit v'katan versus eish shemasrin l'cherashayit v'katan and by eish shemasrin l'cherashayit v'katan it's true even if you gave a shalheves that it's mistaber that as it relates to shayrim bar the kavasa hacha b'shar mutar bar magula that it would be true that you would be chayiv for shayrim bar even in the case where you gave a shar that was mutter, wasn't tied, and a bar that was magula. Says the Gemara, if that's what the Bryce is talking about, where everything is exposed, not closed off, but the carrot, they're all in this matzah, but there is no shmira. So, why is it that if you give a shar mutter and a bar magula to a cherishite of a cotton, you're And why is it that if you give a shalheves to a cherishite of a cotton, you're going to be potter? And really, the question is, the second half. Why is it that if you give a shalheves to a cher shayt v'katan, you're going to be potter? Why you should be chayiv if you give a, a shor in a bar that's mamish running around, vild, to a cher shayt v'katan is easy. It's a chiddish shor kosher that you would be chayiv. Darki lintuke. According to Rabbi Yechanan, it's more pasha why you'd be chayiv over there. The question really is on the H side of it. Why isn't that you'd be potter? So here the Gemara says you have to say a new svara. Hasam over there, tzafso decheresh kagarim. Hacha over here, loit tzafso the difference is that a shar and a bar are going to be mazik on their own. So you have a shar mutter. So the shar, basherusham, is in a matziv where it's darkilelechilahazik. If you have a bar that's not covered, so basherusham, it's tchilasasiyosilanezek. It's in a situation right now, it's going to cause damage. If you give a shalheves to a cheresh, the cheresh holding on to the shalheves in and of itself is not ready to be mazik. It's a, it's a flame, he's holding it, so mechatesi, it's going to be mazik. The cherish has to make a move to go now and to create the hezek. Being that it's the cherish's action that's ultimately going to cause this fire to spread, there's a chiddish and this b'raisa that the baal ha'esh for giving it to the cherish of a cotton is not going to be chayev. So if you give him a shar, so the shar, the way you gave it to him, is already in a matzah where it's going to be mazik. 
you wanted the Cheresh Shait of a cotton to watch it, he's not a Bardas. He doesn't have the ability to watch it, and therefore, you're going to be Chayat. As opposed to, if you give him a Shalheves, where he needs to take the Shalheves, and he has to make the Hezek happen, being that they're ready, it's different. Savsa the Cheresh Kogarim, and it's for that reason you're going to be Pater. So again, why do we talk about this? Because the Mishnah said, Kol Shechafti Vishmi Rasi Yachshayati Yis Niskai. So the Mishnah, Loi Nibaya, told a riddle, but... Whatever the Mishnah is saying seems to be superfluous because we know already that you're responsible for the Arbavis Azikin. It's yours. It's Tarki Lahazik. And as a result, Shmirosan Yalecha, Ukeshezachazak So, what's the Chiddush of this? Must be there's something going on. And there's a price that I already addressed it. The price is said on these words Kol What exactly is it coming to be Marba? We said it's coming to be Marba. Shor Ubar, Shemasram that Talach is Chayiv Lishalin. Now, that's only true for Shor Ubar. It's not true for Ish. What's the difference between Shor and Bar and Cherashite of Akatan? And even more than that, this Shor that you gave over to the Cherashite of Akatan, was it tied or was it untied? The Bar, was it covered or was it not covered? The Ish that you gave him, was it a Gacheles, a coal that's not really so dangerous? Or was it a Shalheves that's much more dangerous? Seems to be a Machloikis between Rabbi Yoichan and Reish Lakish. But either way, whether you go Rabbi Yoichan or whether you go Reish Lakish, Svaris to be Machalik between Shor, Bar and Ish. Whether everything is protected, and as far as between Shar Bar and Ish, whether everything was not protected. Zakhtigmar Vaiter, another Bryce, like a Shmaka Bryce, in light of the first several Dafin here in the Masech. Tan Rabbanon, Chaymer Bishar Mi Babar, and Chaymer Bibar Mi Bishar. Sarba Ovis Nazik. Shar, Vahabar, Vahamava, Vahava. What are the four Ovis Nazikin? Achlaikit Rav and Shmuel. Everything that we talked about the first week of the Masechta. So this Brisa now is going to compare and contrast Chumras that some of the Mazikin have over the other. So we begin with the Chumras that Shar has over Bar and that Bar has over Shar. Now what is Shar? When you talk about the Mazik of Shar, what exactly is Shar? According to Rav, Shar is Karen, Shane, and Regal. According to Shmuel, Shar is Regal. Stating that, Rashi speaks out, Mefurish, in the Sugya that Wherever the word shar is used in this b'risa, it means karen. So it doesn't mean karen, shane, and regal. It doesn't mean regal. What it means is karen. So chaymer b'shar mi'babar means that karen has a chumra over bar, and chaymer b'bar mi'babar, and bar has a chumra over karen. Chaymer b'shar mi'babar, shashar mishalem es ha'koifer. If a shar kills a person, so if it's a muid, the Allah is, you have to pay koifer. Not just that, the chayyab b'shloishim shalavet. If a shar is nogach and evet, you have to pay a knas. The shloishim kesef of Nigmar Dinoi Asabano. A shar that kills a person, and now there was already a Gmar Din. So what's the halacha? Ubalashar Naki, which Chazal Darshan to mean that the shar becomes Asabano. And a shar is Darke Leilach Lahazik, Masha'ekim Babar. And none of these things apply to a bar. Why not? So the first two relate to a shar killing a person. You kill a person, Koifer. You kill a Eved, you pay Knas. What happens if a bar kills a person? So we know Baris Pata from Adam. Nigmar Dinoi Asabahana. 
If a bar causes damage, does the bar become asr bahana? Never heard of that. So that's a chumr that you have in shar that you don't have in bar. And finally, a shar is darkei leilechulahazik as opposed to a bar, which is not darkei leilechulahazik. A bar stays in its place; it's not able to move. Chumr bar mi b'shar a chumr that bar has over shar shabar tchilas asiyosel lenazik. That is bar is chumra in bavakamu. It's tchilas asiyosel lenazik umuid mitchilas. And not just that, when you're comparing it to shar, which means what we said keren. So bar is muid mitchilas. The first time it Damages you pay nezik shalom. There's no chatsi nezik business when it comes to a bar. Mashin came b'shar. Shar is not chilas asiyosel nezik, and not just that. It's not a muad mitchilas. Chaimir b'shamir be'eish. The pricing continues and says it's chumras that Karen has over eish and chaimir be'eish b'shar, and it's chumras that eish has over Karen. Chaimir b'shamir be'eish. Chumras that Karen has over eish. Hashar meshalim koifer. The chayyeh b'shloishim shalavet. Nigmar dina yaser b'hana and mosre lecheres shayt v'kafer. Hence the segue. So again, Eish that kills a person, there's no halacha of kaifer. You kill an Evet, there's no halacha of shloishim kasef. Now what happens if somebody lights a fire and the fire kills somebody? So Rashi says, it depends. If the person could have gotten away, then you pot there. And if the person could not have gotten away because he was tied up and then you lit a fire and you killed this person, well then you chayev misa and come live with the rabbi and you're going to be potted for a moment. So, although there's no halacha like there is by bar of the loy adam, but practically speaking, it's not nageya that you'll be chayev for your ish by an adam because maman of shach, you're not going to be chayev. There's no halacha that if you light a fire and the fire kills somebody or destroys something that it's going to be asabana. And additionally, Shar shemasrei lecheresheit v'katan v'hezikoi. That was the first brayso. That's the chiddush of our mishnah. Kol shechavti b'shmirasi, you're going to be chayiv. Mashei came by eish. Machlekes Rabbi Yechon Rishlok is what the case is. But by eish, you're going to be pata. So these are four chumras that you have in shar over eish. Chumah be'eish mi b'shar. A chumah that eish has over shar. Shar eish muedes mitchilasa. An eish is a muad mitchilasa. There's no chatzinezek when it comes to eish. Mashei came b'shar as opposed to shar. Va'iter chumah be'eish mi b'bar. Chumah that eish has over bar. V'chumah be'bar be'eish and bar has chumah over eish. Chumah be'bar be'eish. A chumah that bar has over eish at chilas asiyasul lenezek. A bar is chilas asiyasul lenezek as opposed to eish. And masnoi lecheres shayit v'katan chayiv. Again, mashei came be'eish. Right? Bar was like shar. Those are the two cases where if you give it over to lecheres shayit v'katan, you're going to be chayiv. Number one, it's a dark leilachulahazik. And number two, I'm sorry, an ish is muid lechol, whether it's a dover haroila, whether it's a dover she'en roila. That's a chumra that ish has, as opposed to bar, where you only chayiv if it damages a dover haroila. But if it damages a dover she'enoi royla, then you're going to be potter. What is a dover she'enoi royla as it relates to bar? So the Gemara is going to get into that in a second. But either way, so we have here chaymer b'shar mi bebar chaymer bebar mi b'shar. We have chaymer b'shar mi be'esh and chaymer be'esh mi b'shar, and then we have chaymer be'esh mi bebar and chaymer bebar. Mi beish says the Gemara. Let's analyze this a little bit. For listening, going to the beginning. So chaimer b'shami b'bar was what? Koifer shloishim shalavet nigmar dina yasabana and darkoi leilechulahasik. Says the Gemara. I have another one. We got four, but I think there was a fifth one that we missed. What should we have said? Shashar chayiv boyos hakelim mashein kim b'bar. We know a shar that breaks kelim is chayiv, as opposed to by bar. 
Baruch is potter from Kalem. Baruch is potter from Kalem is potter from Adam. So just like we mentioned the Ptor Adam, why do we mention the Ptor Kalem? It's a good kasha. And for the Gemara, Rabbi Yehudi, the Tana this price is Rabbi Yehuda, the Mechayev, on this case, Kalem, but Rabbi Yehuda holds that Baruch is chayiv in Kalem. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's not an omission. Faith the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda, if it's going according to Rabbi Yehuda, in the Sefer, how are you going to understand the Sefer of the price? This was the last part. Eish has a chumra over bar, so Eish tarka leil chula hazik, umuid lecho bein dover haroyla, bein dover she inaroyla, mashe ain came bibar. So Eish has a chumra that it's muid to destroy a dover haroyla and a dover she inaroyla, as opposed to bar. So the Gemara says like this, dover haroyla, my new. What do we mean when we say dover haroyla? What's it roy for Eish to damage? Eitzen, wood. Dover she inaroyla, my new. What's a dover she inaroyla as it relates to the mazik of Eish? Kalim. That's what the Gemara assumes. Now, you're telling me Masha'e came Babar, which sounds like if a bar damages Kalim, you're going to be potting. Now, Rabbi Yehuda, if we're going according to Rabbi Yehuda, Amrit Machayev, Rabbi Yehuda, in this case, Kalim, Babar, Rabbi Yehuda holds, Yechayev. So, how could you tell me that the reason we didn't mention that the Chumr that Shar has over Bar, one of the Chumrs, the fifth Chumr would have been Kalim, because we're going according to Rabbi Yehuda that holds Bar is Chayev and Kalim, it's Mefurish in the last part of the Brisa that we're not going to be Rabbi Yehuda. Because we mentioned that a Chumr that Esh has over Bar, that Esh is Chayev even for a Dovash in Royla, as opposed to Bar, which is only Chayev for a Dovara Royla, and what's Dovash in Royla by Esh? It's Kalim, which then the Gemara assumes means what's the royal about Bar? Also, Kalim. So you see, Mefurish, that Bar is part from Kalim. So you can't tell me it's going according to Rabbi Yehuda. It's like the Gemara, the Gemara likes his kasha. And the Gemara says, because of that, you have to say that really the price is going according to the Rabban. Not according to Rabbi Yehuda. The price is Mefurish, that Bar is part from Kalim. And if that's the case, then it's a good kasha. Chaymer Bishar mi Babar. Four Chumras is a fifth one. Shar is Chayv in Kalim, as opposed to Bar is. Potter from Kalim. You know what the answer is? Vatana de Shire. It's true. We left out a fifth one. So what does the Gemara ask every single time it says the words Tana Vashire? Make the Gemara, my Shire, the High Shire. You can't just be a Tana Vashire. Is there anything else that was left out? So the Gemara says, yeah, Shire Tamun. I'll tell you what we left out. We left out Tamun. So where'd we leave out Tamun? Chaymer Besharmi Be'esh. Shar is Chayiv and Tamun, only Esh is potter from Tamun. Chayme bebar mi be'esh. Didn't say a word about Tamun. Bar is Chayiv and Tamun, as opposed to Esh, and only Esh, which is potter from Tamun. So, just like we left out Tamun in this Brisa, so we left out Kalim. You want to know, my Shire, the high Shire? Shire Tamun, says the Gemara, Iba Yisema. Or if you want, you could say, La'olam, Rabbi Yehudahi. La'olam, the Brisa really is Rabbi Yehuda. Meaning, you don't have to say ton of a shire. Because the b'raisa that didn't mention Kalim was going al it was going al Rabbi Yehuda that holds Yechayev on Kalim. And by the way, if we're going al Rabbi Yehuda, that would also explain why you didn't mention Tomon. Why didn't you mention Tomon? Because Rabbi Yehuda holds that Yechayev on Tomon. Both of these Rabbi Yehudas were mentioned on Daf Heom and Beis. So, the Braisa Lo'olam is Rabbi Yehuda. And that's Kishmak why we didn't mention Caleb as it relates to Bar. And it's Kishmak why we didn't mention Tomon as it relates to Esh. What was the problem by saying that it's going to be Rabbi Yehuda? Because we mentioned Chaymer Be'esh Mi Bar, that Esh Yechayi for Dover Ha'royla and Dover She'en Ha'royla, Masha'en Kim Bar. And we assume that what's the Dover She'en Ha'royla by Esh? Caleb. So you're telling me that Esh is potter from Caleb as opposed to Bar, which is Chayiv in Caleb. So if, if that's the case... Then says the Gemara, so how are you going to make it shtim with regards to 
Rabbi Yehuda. I'm sorry, and Bar is potter from Kalim, so you see it's not Rabbi Yehuda. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yehuda, but Dava Shein Roy, Who said Dava Shein Roy, is Kalim? It means something else. What it means is, and this the Gemara mentioned already in Davav Amidalev, that if Aish would spread into your neighbor's field and it would ruin the area that he plowed, or if it would singe his stones, is, even though it's not so right for Ish to be mazik that, but if it happened, you would be chayiv. That's as opposed to the bar. But we don't mean Caleb. If we mean Caleb, then the Bryce almost said before Ish that bar was part of from Caleb. That's the case. He can't make it work. I'll leave it to Rabbi Yehuda. But that's not really what's going on over here. And it's for that reason the Gemara never said that we're not going. I'll leave it to Rabbi. The bottom line is this. So there's really two ways to learn the Brisa. What's the Grace Akash on the Brisa? The Grace Akash on the Brisa is Chaymer Beshar Mi Babar. Shar is. Chayven Koifer and Shleishim Shel Eved and Nigma Dina Asaban. No, it's Darke Leil Chalahazik as opposed to Bar. We left out such an obvious one. Shur is Chayven Kalim as opposed to Bar, which is Potter and Kalim. What's the answer? There's two Mahalchem. One Mahalach is Ton of the Shire. My Shire, the High Shire, there was no mention of the word Tamar in this price. So you're talking about Chumras that Shur has over Eish and that Bar has over Eish. Had you not mentioned Tamar? Tamar is a Ptur by Eish and it's Chayir by Shur and Bar. So that's what it was Mashayir. Another Mahalach is that the price is going to leave Rabbi Yehuda, meaning we weren't Mashayir or anything. But we're going to go into Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda holds that Bar is Chayiv and Kalim. Oh, and by the way, Rabbi Yehuda also holds Eish is Chayiv and Tamar. And therefore, everything that needed to be mentioned was mentioned. There's nothing that's missing. Maskal or Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi Esther, I have another chumrah that should have been mentioned. Shar has a chumrah over bar. Shabar chayev bar. Shar. Shashar chayev bar. Shar psule hamukdashin. Masheen kein bar. So the halacha is that if a shar shtoises, a shar shal hektish, it's very much going to be the topic of not tomorrow's daf, but it's coming up in the next few dafin. This idea that if your shar shtoises, a shar shal hektish, you're potter. Right? It's learned out from Shoreyeyo, and it was really mentioned in the Mishnah. The Mishnah mentioned that when are you chayev, nechasim she'in bohen me'ila. So it's really Mephorish in the Mishnah that this is the way it is. Stating that, if a shor shtois is psuli ha'mektoshin, then dalach is your chayev. So what's psuli ha'mektoshin? This is Kachim 101. Psuli ha'mektoshin is when you have a, a carbon that gets a mum. The halach is that although a carbon, because it has kedushas agof, you cannot redeem, you can't be poita, you can't transfer the Kedusha from it onto something else. But when it gets a mum, there's an achais darga on the Kedusha, now it's only Kedusha's domim, and then the halach is, if you want to be poited, you can be poited. Stating that, any carbon that has a mum, that you're already poita, although it's chulin, but it's not 100% chulin. It's, it retains certain halachas as it relates to hektish. So this is where it gets interesting, where kachim meets bavakama. If a shar shtoises, Someone else's star of Suli Hamikdashim, the Allah is the Balashar Schayev. And the reason is because it's Reyeyo. At the end of the day, it belongs to your friend. I, it's Hektish, it's only Suli Hamikdashim. And being that it's only Psuli Hamikdashim, you're going to be Chayev. If, however, someone's shar of Psuli Hamikdashim would fall into your bar, then the Allah is you would be Potter. And the reason is because it says, when a shar falls into a bar, more about this in the coming daf in Vahamesi Allah, that the Nizik gets to keep the mace. And the Allah is that the only time there's a chi of bar is when it's v'hamesi aloi where I can keep the mace and I can do with it whatever I want to do with it. But being that psuli hamikdashim fart has certain limitations, so it's excluded from v'hamesi aloi. So as it relates to re'eyu, which is the mir of hektish in the mazik of shor, it is re'eyu. But as it relates to v'hamesi aloi, which is the mir of hektish in the mazik of bar, so then already it's going to be different. In other words, there's a chumrah 
that shor has over bar. Shor that's mazik p'suli amikdashim, you're going to be chayev. A bar that's mazik p'suli amikdashim, you're going to be potas. A mask of Ravashi is Ravashi has the kasha. Listen, chayme b'shor mi b'bar. Shashar chayev by shor p'suli amikdashim, matcha inkin b'bar. So the Gemara says like this. E amrit b'shloimi rabbanon hi. B'shloim, if you're going to learn the whole b'raisa, is going according to the rabbanon, the way we explain. So no, I did the shayer hach. Shire nami hach. So being that you were Meshire this, you keep a Meshire this as well. Eli am Rabbi Yehuda. But if you're gonna tell me that the price is going according to Rabbi Yehuda, it begs the question, my Shire, the high Shire. This would be the only thing that we're being Meshire. And if this would be the only thing that we're being Meshire, what then is the excuse to be Meshire? Elamai it's a raya that the Braisa must be going Aliba the Rabbi Yehuda. And we will Meshire not one thing, not two things. We were actually Meshire three things. We didn't make any mention of the fact that Boris Potter from Canaan. We didn't mention the fact that Ashes Potter from Tommen. And we also didn't mention the fact that a shard that damages Psulia Mikdashim is going to be Chayv as opposed to Bar is going to be Potter. But the Mara says it's not a Taina. Because the Oivam I can tell you it's going to be the Rabbi Yehuda. And even I'll leave it to Rabbi Yehuda, there's another thing that we were Meshire. You know what we were Meshire? Shire Dosh Beniroi. As it relates to a shard versus a bar, a shard that is dash, as in the malach of dash, it threshes in someone's field. Yechayev. What if a bar threshes in someone's field? You bought that. Why? Because it can't happen. So that's a chumrah that Shnar has over bar. It wasn't mentioned, but the Gemara says, really? Why? So you would say, because it can't happen. But that's not what the Gemara says. The Hatanah, Shekin it actually said it because we mentioned four chumras. One of the chumras was and being that one of the chumras was so this was said and being that this was said so it's for that reason it's not a taino why we didn't mention something. Just to come up for breath for one second just want to mention something interesting and that is that you find throughout Shas so the Gemara is discussing something you have a list of things, and the Gemara asks Akasha, why didn't you incorporate this in the list? And the Gemara says, ton of a shire. And the follow-up question, a hundred out of a hundred times is, my shire, the high shire. You can't just tell me you left something out. My shire, the high shire. What's the svara of my shire, the high shire? So me and Yanki have duked this out a little bit over the years. But what's poshit the svara of my shire, the high shire? The emiss is, you can hear it two ways. Does my shire, the high shire, mean that if the Tana wants to be Meshire something, the Tana has a right to be Meshire something? However, the Tana is never Meshire just one thing. So you want to be Meyash of a Braisa, that the Braisa left something out, however, Tana of the Shire. So you have to have at least a second thing, because although there's an idea of Tana of the Shire, but only one and not two, the Tana is never Meshire two things. Maybe the svara would be that if it's just one other thing, just say it. Right? When do you say etc.? When do you say v'chulu? When there's an additional list of things, so that's when you would say it. But if there's only one other thing, so why are you saying v'chulu? Just say it, right? So ton of shire if there's more than one thing. So when the Gemara says ton of shire, the Gemara says, I hear what you're saying, but... Is there another thing we have shire? If there's two things, so good, ton of shire. But if it's only one thing, you can't say ton of shire. Inami, it's not that the tana won't be Meshire one thing. The Tana will be Meshire one thing. However, if you have a Kasha, and you're going to answer the Kasha by saying Tana of Meshire, you have to be objective enough to realize that it's a little Dachuk. 
So if I can prove objectively from somewhere else that the Tana was already Meshire, so now you see this Tana is a Shiron. this Tana is a Shiron. So now I have proof that this Tana is anyways a Shiron. So it's not so dochuk to say Tana Meshire. Meaning it's not that a Tana won't be Meshire one thing. A Tana could be Meshire one thing. But it's in the world of Shaklavataria when you're trying to prove something from a Brice uh, or a mission or ask a Kasha. So you want to pull out of your pocket, Ton of Ashire, understand it's like Chasure Machser of a Hachitani. You have to have your back pinned to the wall before you say that. It's like a last resort option. So if you have no choice, okay, I'll say Ton of Ashire. But the Gemara always wants to know, like, my Shire, the High Shire, if you have evidence that this Tana was Meshire, so to say that I can live with this, but otherwise not. It's Lachura a Chakira Hayudua, pun intended, as it relates to the sugya of my Shire, the High Shire. So the is like this it's a Machlokis Rishayna. It's a Machlokis Rishayna. And I found a very interesting Maramok, and this is in a sefer called Ner Mitzvah. It was reprinted very, very recently in Tavshin Pei Beis by Machoy Mishas Rabaran. And this sefer is on Chloe Ashas, the Rambam Sefer Amitzvahs. It's an extremely sefer. The first printing of the sefer, just to put it in historical perspective, was in Tov Kuf Ayin Aleph. 1811. So this is an old sefer. It comes from Salonika, from the Sephardish world. And the Mechaber of this sefer's name was Rabbi Yehuda Sayad. And he has in his sefer, this is in Chelek Beis, Simen Yutes, the name of the Simen is Maishai or the Haishai. And he talks about different klolim related to this idea. And he brings this Chakira and he says it's a Machloikis Rishonim. Are you ready for this? He says that he found in the Rishonim one raya she'enol of tshuva to this Chakira, and it's from a Gemara in the Sechtis Bavakama, Dafyura Merav, the Gemara that we just learned right now, and it's Mefurish in the Toysvishans that's brought down in the Shita Mekubetzes. We had in our Gemara where the Gemara was trying to figure out the Tan of our Braisa, Chaymer B'Shami B'Bar, and the man had a grosser cash. What was the cash? And you didn't even mention that shows Chayvan Kalim and that bar is parted from Kalim. You didn't mention in all the Chumras that Aisha's potter and Talmud, how did you leave this out? So the Gemara had two mahalachim. One mahalach was that the Braissa is the Chacham, who hold that. Bar is potter from Kalim and H is potter from Talmud. However, Tan of Ashaya and my Shire, the High Shire, the two things. And as a result, you have a Tan of Ashaya. But the Gemara had another solution, and that is maybe the Bryce uh, really is not being Meshire or anything. The Tan of this Bryce is Rabbi Yehuda, or maybe Chadri Talmidov, who holds that Bar is Chayv and Kalim, and who holds H is Chayv and Talmud. And as a result, every Chumr that could have possibly been thought of under the sun was mentioned over here in this Bryce. Two Klar Mahalchem. Either we're going according to the Rabbanon, and it's a Tan of Ashaya. Or we're going to leave it to Rabbi Yehuda, we weren't Meshire or anything. Said the Gemara, Maska for Ravashi. So Ravashi came and he said, I have a problem. Why? Because to me, I think, even I'll leave it to Rabbi Yehuda, there's another Chumra over here that wasn't mentioned. You didn't mention Chaymer Bishar, Mibabar, that Shar is Chayev if it damages Psuliyam Akdashim, as opposed to Bar. So Ravashi asked the question like this Bishlaim, if you're going to tell me that the Bryson is going according to the Rabbanon. So we already established Ton of Ashire, two things. Okay, Ton of Ashire, now a third thing. But if you're going, I'll leave it to Rabbi Yehuda. My Shire, the High Shire. But if this Bryson is Rabbi Yehuda, then what else was a Meshire? So he said like this If 
the yisoid of how my shire, the high shire works is, that you can't be Meshire one thing, so the Gemara's cash is very good. If the Bryce says the Rabbanon, so I understand why you didn't mention Psuli HaMikdashim, because this Tana was Meshire. And you're right, it was Meshire three things. You're holding Cheshben here in the first half and above a camera, and you were able to figure out three things that the Tana was Meshire. If the Tana is going, I'll leave it to Rabbi Yehuda, it was only Meshire one thing. No, I never Meshire one thing, says the Torah's Meshire. That's the whole Yisoyed of my Shire, the High Shire. But if you're going to tell me that really the Tana could be Meshire one thing, no one says the Tana can't be Meshire one thing. However, you have no Gerech to answer a Kasha by saying Tana Meshire, because Mehecha Tesi, little Lombish Shprach, make this Tana a Shiron. How do I know he's a Shiron? That's the Lashon he uses. Mehecha Tesi. To say a ton of a shayr is a dachuk. So it says the tois v'shans. So what are you going to tell me? So that's a raya that the price is not Rabbi Yehuda. Who is it? The Rabbana. According to Rabbana, you have three things. So he's even more of a shayron. The teret says the yisoyed of my shayr, the high shayr, is not to prove olechol ahavi raya he's a shayron. My shayr, the high shayr, means we're not Meshire one thing. We're Meshire two things. And that's why, even though we know for sure this Tana was a Shiron, it works out even the Chachamim where you're Meshire three things, but it doesn't work according to Rabbi Yehuda when you're, when you're only Meshire one thing. But if the Yisoyed of my Shire, the High Shire is, Mehechet tasted to say he was a Shiron, then what's the Gemara's timing over here? Because Mamonim Shach Tana was a Shiron. If it's not Rabbi, if it's not Rabbi Yehuda, he was Zichar a Shiron. So say it's Rabbi Yehuda, and I know for sure he was a Shiron, and as a result, say he was only Meshire one thing. This is what the Ner Mitzvah here, Rabbi Yitzchak Sayyad, he brings this raya. He says, This is a, a raya gedoyla huva beshito mekubatis. Incidentally, like you want to know if everything's a sugya, right? I mean, you don't think of my shire, the high shire, as a sugya, right? At the end of this 10 pages, he says, Yes, 25 klalim in the sugya of my shire, the high shire. Bullet points. That's his sikum on what he has. 25 rules in this Indian of, you can manage have a yachi kala on the sugya. What are you learning? My shire, the high shire. Unintended, but either way, it just goes to show the mamish hafachba vafachba the cool above tire. Either way, zok the heilige gemara vaitas and the mishnah again talking in riddles said kol shechafti bishmirasoi hechsharti as niskoi hechsharti b'miktas niskoi chafti b'tashlume niskoi kehechsher kol niskoi. So, what are the words of the second half? of the first part of the Mishnah, that if a person is machsher miktsas niskoi, ke'ilu, he brings about miktsas of this damage that just took place. He's responsible for the damage as if he would have brought about the whole damage. So, I think in English, the point is that if somebody would be 50% the cause of the damage that took place, he would have to pay 100%. Not just pro rata for what his role in this damage was, but he would actually have to pay 100% of it. This needs a little bit of an explanation, and we have a b'risa that explains it. By the way, if you're just keeping score, so the first b'risa that the Gemara brought on the Aftas Amit Beis was Tanu Rabbanon. Let's try to decipher this enigma that was mentioned here in the Mishnah. And we said that what's the Chiddush of that first line? That Sharu Barashamasun Khair Shaitavakatan Vizika Khaiv Mashenkin Baish. And now we have the second half of this. 
What's the Ketsa now? How do you understand the second half of this? A Chayfa partition. If somebody digs a bar, that's nine Tvachim Dibachadishlimelasarin. Somebody goes and he digs the tenth Tefach. Ha'achrin Chayef. So the Allah is the person that dug that last Tefach, he's going to be responsible for anything that takes place inside this bar. Tanya. That's, he's going to be responsible for everything that takes place. Now. Why is this a pirish on the Mishnah? Because the Mishnah said that if somebody brings about so he's chayef for everything that happened. This person over here brought about Why only Because he only dug the tenth tefach. And Afal Pike, the halacha is if any damage takes place, it's only the last person that's going to be chayef. So this is the pirish. You want to know the pirish? Which shayach? Such a case of someone being responsible technically for only part of the damage, meaning he only was machshir, he only was makar of part of this, but yet we throw everything on him. This is the example, and the Gemara says with Loike Rabbi that this, if this is what the Mishnah means, obviously he's not going like Rabbi Tanya, we're going to the Bryce, somebody digs a ditch nine tochem deep, and then somebody goes and he finished off, and he was mashed on the 10th tefach, ha'achrin chayiv, the halach is, only the last person is going to be chayiv. Rabbi Yomi, Rabbi says, no, achachrin l'misa, if an animal falls in and dies, then only the last person is going to be chayiv. Achashlem if however an animal falls in and only gets damaged, so then the halach is, they're both going to be chayiv. What's the difference? It's very simple, because only a bar that's 10 tefachin deep is a bar l'misa. The halach is, that if uh, animal dies in a bar that's less than 10 tfachim deep, the balabar is potter because it's not kadei lahamas. It's only if it's 10 tfachim deep, you're going to be chayef. So Rebbe says that whoever dug the 10th tefach, he created the bar lamisa. Therefore, he's the only one that's going to be achroi. What about the guy that dug the first nine tfachim? He never made a bar lamisa. But as it relates to Nezakin, no, they're all partners over here. And as a result, they're both going to be chayef. But either way, our Mishnah said that and we're saying Ketzad, it's talking about that the person that dug the 10th tefach, he's responsible for everything, even though he didn't do everything. Oh, it's obviously the like Rebbe, because according to Rebbe, the only time the last person would be chayef is for Misa. But as it relates to everything else, they're both going to be chayev, and being that we're saying that only the last person is going to be chayev, not just for Misa, but even for Nezokin, so it's for that reason, it must be the Loike Rebbe. Rapapa, Rapapa says, no, there's no hachrach to say that the Mishnah is the Loike Rebbe. Le Misa, maybe the Mishnah, when it says that this person is chafti betashlume niskoi, kehachshakol niskoi, it means if the animal died, and if that's the case, but the Riyakol really could be going according to everybody. Ikadami, some had the same exact exchange, albeit with a slightly different nosach. This nosach was lema the like Rebbe, meaning the Brisa that says that the Mishnah means hachayfa bar tishu bacha v'shlima lahasaru ha'achrin chayef. Is it the like Rebbe? Amar Papa lemisa v'dibriyakal. So the difference between the two l'shoyness are extremely subtle. The shakla v'tayir is the same. Either the Mishnah is going the like Rebbe, or maybe the Mishnah is going even the Rebbe, and the Mishnah only means lemisa. The Mishnah doesn't mean lenezaken. But either way, it sounds like this is the case. So you want to know how it's possible. That a person can be machsher miktas niskoi, but be chayev as if he brought about kol niskoi. The case is where somebody dug a bar that was nine tefachim deep, and somebody else went and he created now a tenth tefach, and then an animal either gets damaged or dies, depending if you want the mission to be rabbi or not rabbi. Is maybe the only 
the last person would be Chayef, and if that isn't the case, this would be a Raya to such a situation. But it sounds like this is the one and only case. Maska for Rabzeira. So Rabzeira asks, "Vasulaka, is this the only case? I have another case for Ikra Masashar with Chamishav Neyadam. What would be if somebody gives a shor over to five people who pasha by Echamehem? And one of the five people was Peshaya. He didn't watch the hisik, and then the animal damage. Chayiv. The Allah is that one person that didn't watch is going to be Chayiv. Meaning the four people that watch, you can't be Mechayiv. They watched. The only person you could be Mechayev is the one that didn't watch. And I think he should be Chayev. So isn't that another example where a person who's only one of five Shaimrin, but at the end of the day, you're negligent. If they watch and you didn't watch, then the Allah is, you're going to be Chayev for everything. Mara says, hey, Chidami. What, what, explain the case a little bit better. Is the case where if this fifth person wasn't watching, it was not watched. Meaning, this was Azash Shar, that if you didn't have five Shoimrim, literally, this Vildachaya was going to cause a lot of damage. Well, if that's the case, then it's Pshita. Meaning, it's so obvious, the Iyu Kaavin, and it wouldn't have had to have been mentioned in the Mishnah, and it can't be, that's the Ketzah, that's the Chiddush. There's a Chiddush going on here in this Mishnah. Can't be that's what it is, because there is no Chiddush. Elo Dublav Iyu Nami Minter. you have to tell me that, no, they didn't need all five people. Well, if that's the case, meaning without him, it's watched anyways. So then my COVID, what do you do wrong? Meaning then he's an anonymous. If there's five people watching something, but really you can get away with four people watching it and I walk away. So what did I do wrong? I didn't do anything. So why are you being mechaiv me? So this can't be a case because if you need me, then it's passion. And if you don't mean me, I did nothing wrong. Maskal Rav Rav says, let me take a crack at it. I have another example of what the Ketzal, what the Chiddush of this Allah could be. For Ikamar You have a fire and this fire is starting to do some damage. And you go now and you decide to literally add fuel to the fire. You He threw bundles of something into the Fire. So Lachura, it's that last person that should be chayev. He was only hechsharti mikdas niskoi. Yet he should be chayev. Everything. So the Gemara says, "Hey, Chidami, what's the case? Is the case where if not for the fact that he added fuel to the fire, the fire wouldn't have damaged pshita. Then it's pasht that he should be chayev, and that can't be the chiddush in the Mishnah. El l'blav Maybe the case is where no, you adding fuel to the fire did nothing. Well, then my covet. Then this is not your fire, anyways. Meaning you added a little bit fuel a year, but. Uh, you're not the Maziks. Again, that can't be the case. Maska for Rapapa. So Rapapa said, I have a horror. This is famous for Ika Hodetanya. And this is a Mufur Shabrai's Eshiyash Vasaf Salach. There were five people that were sitting on a chair, on a bench. The Loishavru. And they were able to sit, meaning the bench was able to hold them. And then a sixth person came. He sat down on the bench. And he broke the bench. The last person is going to be Chayef. Oh. This person is only one of the six people that broke the bench, yet because he's the last guy, he's going to be chayv. And this is a brisa, by the way. Rashi speaks out. The first two cases were all theoretical cases. This is a mafurish brisa. So I have a mafurish brisa that says they're going to be chayv. Why is this not a good case? Why is this not a good period on the Mishnah? Now, the Gemara says, as an aside, Amra Papa, Papa said, that you want to know the rest of the story. Meaning, a marshal of how something like this would have happened? So a papa called someone out by name. He said, Papa Barabba. He would be a marshal of someone. He was a balbasa, Rashi says. And because he was a balbasa, so if he would have been the sixth person to sit down, this would have taken the whole bench down. But the word says, Hey, Chidami, let's understand this case a little bit better. It was a situation where even had Papa Barabba not sat down, still this bench was eventually... I'm sorry. Were it... 
situation that had Papa Baraba not sat down, the bench would not have fallen pshita. Then it's obvious that he's chayv. I mean, they were sitting and enjoying a picnic and he sat down and then the whole thing came crashing down. So obviously he's the one that's going to be achroy. El de blav iu Maybe the case is where, no, it was going to break regardless. Then my covered. then what did Papa Baraba do? Right? So, again, the same exact dichoy, the Gemara says, I don't see how this could be a case because this whole thing doesn't make sense. But the Gemara says, no, this is different because this is a braiso. Soif, soif, masnisa, hechametarza. Meaning, the previous cases were theoretical cases, but this is a Mephorosh Abraisa. You have a good cash on the Braisa, right? Why is Papa Barab Or why is it a Chiddush that Papa Barab Either he should be potter because it would have broke anyways, or Pshita. So, Lachura. I hear the Ha'ara, and I understand why you don't want this to be the Chiddush of our Brisa or of our Mishnah, but the problem is, this is already a Brisa. So obviously there's some Chiddush going on over here, and if there's a Chiddush going on over here, then maybe that could be the Chiddush of our Mishnah as well. But the Gemara says, Soif, Soif, at the end of the day, Masnisa Heichen the Tart. So the Gemara says, like, Tzricha, this is the case. The Balav Iyu Havi Mit for Betreshah. These people were sitting there, and this bench was about to fall down. However, they had about two hours left. So, you know, they could have chapped the shmuz and they could have had a little whatever and, you know, it had a, two years worth of lifespan in the hashba. But now because Papa Baraba sat down, so the depreciation was expedited and now all of a sudden B'chadosh has one hour of life left in it. The Amrile, they could say, we knew that this thing was about to fall, but we were going to get up. We weren't going to sit here so long. But because you sat down, so now everything changed, and as a result, why should we be mazikin? And that's why they have a shtikol koyach and because it is koyach papa barab is and it's a chiddush, because really, it's not so clear that he's not the only one that caused this. They really were complicit in this, because it was going to happen anyways. Yeah, he was makar of it, but that's where the chiddush is. But the Gemara says, if Papa Baraba had an attorney, he would say, at the end of the day, it wasn't going to break without you, so I don't see why I should be chayef for everything. So the Gemara says, we're varfing like big bavakam as far as here. But the Gemara says, the chiddush is, the no, what happened was, they were sitting, and then he came, and he leaned, his whole ganskite on top of them, and then all of a sudden the whole binion came flying down. And that's why he's chayev. It was a different story. His weight is what caused them to fall. But the Gemara says, pshita, then we're going in circles. Then shouldn't that be obvious that he should be chayev? So the Gemara says, there's a little bit of a chiddush over here. I would have thought, Lamaisa, he didn't physically take down the chair. He didn't sit on it. What he did was he leaned his weight on the people that were sitting on it, and that's what caused it to fall down. So really, it's his koyach that caused it to fall. I would have thought that koychay zlav kegufay dami, kamash malan, de koychay kegufay dami. That koychay is kegufay. And the Gemara adds to that, de chalhecha de gufay tover, koychay nami tover. Because every time your guf damages, it's really your koyach that's damaging. So you don't need the hefts of the guf. What you need is your koyach. That's what other mamazik is, and this is another mamazik. And that's why we're going to be chai. But either way, the Gemara says that the case of the Mishnah is not the case of Papa Baraba. And therefore, as of now, we only have one Hechetim. So the Hechetim is, we dug a bar, nine Fachim. Somebody came and he was Mashim Asara. We're saying the person that dug the tenth Tefach, he's the person that's going to be chai, even though he was only Machsher, a little bit of the Nezakim, but Afapike, and he's going to be chai. The Loike Rebbe? Maybe. If the Mishnah means that Yechayev even for Hezek, not only 
for Misa, then it's like Rebbe, because Rebbe holds, if damage happens, then they're going to be Shutfen. If the Mishnah means only Misa, then the Mishnah catch them, even with Rebbe. Says the Gemara, you have another case, and this is also a pricey. If ten people hit somebody with ten different sticks, where they hit him in one shot, where they hit him one after the other, and this person died, and the is that they're all going to be Potter. If it happened one after the other, if only the last person is going to be chayv. Because he was the one that was makar of misasai. So we have here a brisa. What happens if ten people hit somebody and the last person kills him? Right? Ten people hit him. The first nine beat him up pretty good, and then the last guy was the mak of a patish, literally, and he's the one that killed him. So what is the halacha? So the chachamim say kulam peturim. Everybody's potter. Rabbi Yehuda ben Meseira says the last one is chayv. Mara says, this is a great peerage on the Mishnah. According to Rabbi Yudhav Meseira, this guy only dealt the final blow, and yet he's going to be chayef. So if he's going to be chayef, why shouldn't this be the case? So the Gemara says, no, this is a whole different subject. It's not what our Mishnah is talking about. We're learning about the Kama now. We're not learning Sanhedrin. We're not talking about Shvichas Domin. This guy's a Retzayach. Are you right, Seyach? Yeah, no, You want a case of a Sharti Mixas Niska or blah, blah, blah. That's in Shvichas Domin. That would be a good case. We're dealing with Chayshim Mishpah now. We're dealing with Nizakin. Even if it's Adam Masik, but Nezokin, I mean that we're dealing with Nezokin, Nezokin, that is not a case of, and as a result, it doesn't apply. Or you could say, Maybe the Mishnah didn't want to get involved in Machloikis. And being that that's a Machloikis between Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachamim, we're not getting involved in Machloikis. Right? The Gemara of Eloi? You're not getting involved in Machloikis? Didn't we say that our Mishnah is talking about a case where somebody dug the tenth tefach of a bar, and Allah is he's the only one that's chayiv, and we said the Lekarebi. So the Mishnah is getting involved in a machloikis. The Mishnah is the Lekarebi. So how are you telling me that you can't get involved in a machloikis? So the Gemara says, Pasha, the Lekarebi, Ukirabanon, Maikminon. If you want the Mishnah to be not like Rebbe, but yeah, like the Rabbanon, meaning Rashi. Not like the Yochit, but like the Rabbim. That I don't have a problem with. But you want it to be like Rabbi Yehuda ben Meseir, who's the Yachin, and not like the Rabbanon, that's the Rabbim, like that's already something that we're not going to be like him. And as a result, what's the Pirish of the second part of the riddle, the second part of the first part of the Mishnah? It's referring to someone that dug a bar, someone else came, it's that 10th person that's going to be high. So just to Sikum, the Mishnah began very, very cryptically. Kol shechafti b'shmirasai, hechsharti es niskoi. Hechsharti b'miktas niskoi, chafti b'tashlumei niskoi, kehechsher kol niskoi. What do these words mean? If I have a responsibility to watch something and I don't watch it, my not watching it is reason for me to now be responsible for any damages that take place. We know that. We're holding daftas on the days. We already went through so many of the sugyas here in the beginning of the Mesachta. This is something that everybody at this point should know. There's obviously a chiddush over here. The Braisa addresses this question by saying one word, Keitzad. With a niggin, right? What's the chiddush over here? And the price is said, the chiddush is that if someone has a shar or a bar, he gives it over to a chershay to a katan, Are we talking about whether the shar was kosher, whether it was untied, was the bar mechusen, not mechusen? And oh, by the way, mashain came ish. But the bottom line is, is that's what the first part of the Mishnah means. What does the second part of the Mishnah mean? Translation. If somebody brought about Part of 
the matziv that ultimately created Nizakin, he's still going to be achroi as if he brought it 100% about? How that make sense? Kate said, the answer is, it's talking about a, a case where somebody dug a, a bar, night fachin, someone came and he was mashlamit la sara, even though a bar that's night fachin is technically a bar, but now that you made it a tefach deeper, you're the one that takes over ownership of this bar, and if an animal dies, you're going to be chayev, an animal gets damaged, you're going to be chayev, to like a rabbi, you rather want to action zechayis, you want the mission to be like rabbi, I can always tell you that the mission means only in a case where the animal dies, but the bottom line is that is the tzir, where it's going to be shayich, such a thing, exhale. So as it relates to raid, this is really a two-part raid by So part one is tonight, and part two, Be'ezus Hashem, is going to be tomorrow. And really, this raid is the Yisoyed HaChasidus V'Shoyresh HaAvoyda Tmimo of Meseches Bavakama. It's what's known in the Koisle Beis HaMedrash as the Chakira HaYedua. And really, for the last hundred years, the Rosh Hashiva Shiurim and Oma Gidei Shir that said Shir Meseches Bavakama so much of the Lomdes revolves around this Chakira HaYedua. So, Bavakama 101 is that a person is responsible for any damages that take place via his mom. What's the Tzad HaShava of the Arba Avos Nezikon? Shedarkon Lahazik Ushmiroson Alecha so if you own something, and this thing that you own damages, whether it's a shar, Karen Shane Rego, whether it's a bar, whether it's a mava, whether it's a fire, it doesn't matter what it is, or anything that we're going to learn out from the Tzad HaShofa, Avnei Sakino Masai, Baram Eskalgu Baragli Odom Baragli Behema, it doesn't matter what the case is. If I own mummin, and that mummin damages me as the owner of the mummin, is responsible for any damage that takes place. Now, another fact is that the only time the owner of the moment is responsible for damage that takes place through his moment is if he didn't watch his moment. If, however, the owner would watch his moment and it would damage anyways, so then the halacha is that the Baal HaMomen would be potter. How do we know that? It's logical, but we know that it's the first Mishnah in Perak HaKoynes. The Mishnah says, HaKoynes soin ladir v'no'a b'fanea kora'oi v'yotze v'hezika pater. Someone has soin inside a deer and he locked it up properly. And even though it was locked and the soin didn't know the combination, it went out v'hezika pater, the loch is going to be pater. If you didn't watch it properly, v'yotze v'hezika, and it was ma'azikai, you're going to be chai. In other words, I'm responsible for any damages that take place by my mammon, but only if I'm negligent, only if I didn't watch it. For Loyish Mirenu, it says in the Torah, then the halacha is, you're going to be chayat. If, however, I watched it, I wasn't for Loyish Mirenu, it was no, but for now, Karai, for Yotzev Hezika, and this is Bavakama 101, this is literally the first Yisoyed of the Mesechta. In that case, the halacha is, I'm going to be part So the facts are the facts. Stating that, Rabbi Sezalman, Meltzer, in Evena Ozel, and this is in Hilchis Niske Mom in Perak Aleph, it's in Ois Yudalit, he says, quote, which is why this is known as the Chakira Yudua. It's Lushoyne Azov Shor Rabbi Sezalman. He said, it's Yudua 
in the Koisle based Medrash the following Hakira. What's the get there? What's the lumdis? What's the Havana of why it is that a person is responsible for any damages that are incurred by his mom? Is the Vart that the Torah was Mechabish, that just like I'm responsible for any damage that I cause, so too I'm responsible for any damage that my mumin causes. So if a person would go over to someone and he would punch him in the face and cause damage, he'd be responsible. So too, if a person sure goes and he gores his friend in the face, he's also going to be responsible. A little bit of a chiddush. You didn't do it. You sure did it. But that's the parasha of Niske moment. That's the first mission of Meseches Pavakama. That just like you're responsible for what you do, so too you're responsible for what your animal does. You're chayiv because you're a balabas here. Literally. I own the animal. And because I own the animal, it's for that reason that I'm chayiv. Now, granted, if I would watch the animal and the animal would damage, I would be potter. But the reason I would be potter then is because I would be deemed an oynus. For oynus rachman My mebad. What was I supposed to do? I tried my best and that's what we ask from people. But the point is that the reason when I don't watch my animal and my animal damages, I'm chayiv, is because I'm achroi for any damage that's incurred by my animal, just like I'm achroi for any damage that I myself cause. Maybe that's not together of why it is that you're chayef in this game moment. The reason you're chayef in this game moment is not because my animal damaged, and if my animal damages, it's as if I damaged. The mechayef of this game moment is that the Torah said that you have to watch your animal. You have to watch your moment. You have to watch your bar. You have to watch your fight. You have to watch your possessions. And if you don't watch your possessions, then you're a Pesheya, and it's because of your Pshia. It's the Ishmira that the Torah says, you're going to be Chayev. So it's not that I'm Chayev so much for what my animal did. It's more that I'm Chayev for what I did. You had a responsibility to watch. By you not watching, you cause damage. And the Torah is being mechadish, that when you don't watch and you cause damage, you're responsible for your mice of not watching. It's the Ishmira that's the mechadish. So again, it's a nuance, ben benoishal nuance. But in the world of Lamdas, it makes a massive nafkimino. Is the reason I'm chayev for niske mamin because I'm achroi for what my mamin does? It just so happens that I'm only achroi when I didn't watch. Because if I watched, then I would have a tainus oinus, and as a result, I would be potter. Or the gather of the chi of game moment is not that I'm achroi for what my moment does. But it's at meaning in the sense that if my moment damages, it's as if I damage. The reason that I'm chay of this is because if my moment damages as a result of the fact that I was negligent, so what emerges is that my negligence caused damage. And I'm chayef for being negligent. The mechayef goof is the ishmir. If I watch, I wasn't negligent. So it's obvious why I'm not going to be chayef. But the point is that when I don't watch, 
The reason I'm chayev, the nakuda is, it's my negligence of not watching. So again, the only time I'm chayev is if my mom damages and if I was negligent. If you can't check off those two boxes, there's no bavakam. Stating that, what's the nakuda? The mechayev is for the fact that my mom damaged or the mechayev is for the fact that I was negligent? The avera, the lesser, the thing that's in the alumnus, the, the creating problems is the fact that my moment was mazik or the problem over here is it the fact that I didn't watch it's my moment was mazik pitziruf that I didn't watch or it's I didn't watch pitziruf that my moment was mazik that's the nakuda is the mechaev the niske moment or is the mechaev the fact that I didn't watch which ultimately resulted in niske moment what's the nafkimina so in the Ilmai Yeshivas there are several nafkiminas I'll mention four. And I just want to be mocked in that a lot of what we're going to speak out now is from a, a new sefer that just came out. The sefer is called Ovoivon. The mechaber of the sefer is Rebeloza Rubin. And this is a sefer that we were mishashaya with when we learned Masech Tezvachim. Quoted a lot from the sefer Ovoivon on Masech Tezvachim. This is a new madura that literally just came out on Masech Tezvachim. Now, the, mese- the, the sefer is almost a thousand pages long, and it's literally on the first five dafin of Masech Tezvachim. But in these thousand pages here in the beginning of Bavakama, you have all the lumbus of the first half of the Masechta. So really, this is a good handbook for the lumbus, and he quotes a lot from the Heintegir Rosh Hashivas. If you want to get a real time of a Stutzachin Kaisle Beis Medrash, as it relates to this is the place to go. But either way, so here in Simon Days and Simon Gimbal, he has two long simonim, the Indian Hachakira Yadua, and he's Malakit for Iker Nafkeminis, Benegea this Hachira from the Gedolea Rosh Hashivas. The first is from Shimon Shkop. Shimon said the Nafkemina would be like this. What would it be if somebody had a shar and he was negligent? He put it inside his pen, the Loy Nabefanakaroi. And then after he was Peshaya, he was Mafka the Shar, and then the Shar went and the Shar damaged. Would he be Chayef for the Niske moment, or would he not be Chayef in the Niske moment? Said Rab Shimon, if the Mechayef is the Ishmiro, that's what I'm Chayef for. I'm Chayef for the fact that I was negligent. So if that's what the Mechayef is, when I didn't watch, at the moment of the Ishmir, it belonged to me. So if it belonged to me, Avada, I'm going to be Chayef. But if I'm Chayef for the fact that my mom and damage, Pitzir of the fact that there was an Ishmir, at the time that my mom and damage, it wasn't mine anymore, it belonged to Hefker. If it belonged to Hefker, obviously I'm not going to be Chayef. So Nafkamina would be, if I was Mafkarit after the Pshia, but before the actual Hesek. If the Mechayef is the Pshia, okay, I was Pshia. When it belonged to me. But if the Mechayev is the Nezokin, being that at the time of the Nezokin, it was not mine anymore, so I'm going to be potted. Now, the Emes is the Lomdem are all methodic, very much in Rav Shimon's Nafkamina. Because even if you want to tell me the Mechayev is the Ishmira, but it's only Betsirov that there was a damage that actually took place. And if at the time of the Nizke moment, it wasn't mine anymore, so I was Pesheya on something after that damaged can't take the Niske moment out of the equation. But again, this is the first grace of Nafkemina and the Chakira Yadua Nafkemina for Rav Shemin. Rav Shmuel in his Shiurim, he said another Nafkemina. He said, what would be if there's a Suffolk, whether or not the Baal Hashar watched it properly or he didn't watch it properly? There's a Suffolk. We're not sure. Was there a good Shmira or was there not a good Shmira? Would 
the Balashar be Chayev or would he not be Chayev? So he said Mordechai. He said, if the Mechayev is the Niske Mamen, if my Shar damages, I'm Chayev. That means we know for sure there's a Cheskas Chayev. We have over here the Raglayim Ladova, the basis for there to be a Chayev. None of us, you're not sure if you watched it or not. If you watched it, then you have a Ptur, Oynes Rachman Apatre. If you didn't watch it, then you're not going to have a Ptur, Oynes. So there's a Vadai Chayev. There's a suffix whether you have a ptor. Being that there's a cheskas chiv, l'chayri would be chayv. But if the mechayv of this game moment is good for the ishmira, so if there's a suffix now whether there was an ishmira, so there's a suffix whether there's a cheskas chiv. If there's a suffix whether there's a cheskas chiv, then l'chayri he wouldn't be chayv. A third nafkemina is Rabbi Sezama's nafkemina that the Bab of Iban refers to as the nafkemina hayadua. So you have the chakira hayadua, and this is the nafkemina hayadua. So Rabbi Sezama said. What would be if somebody owns a shah and he comes and he knows he has to watch the shah, comes home from uh, the field, I guess, and he sees his shah is being watched by somebody. He says, oh, somebody's watching my shah. Somebody came, he locked up. This guy is this guy's watching my shah. Then he finds out afterwards that his shah went ahead and was masak. Is he going to be chayev for the nazakim of the shah or is he not going to be chayev for the nazakim of the shah? So he says like this. If the mechayev of Niske Momin is the Ishmira, it's Rabbi Zazalman talking, the Bala Chakira. He rather brings Rabbi Zazalman that Yudu HaChakira, it's not his Chakira, but Yeshiva is known as Rabbi Zazalman's Chakira. So if the mechayev is the fact that I didn't watch and I'm negligent, so then, said Rabbi Zazalman, I don't know if you can have tainas on this guy. I'm a chuyif to watch my shar. V'loyish merenu. Chaim said, isamazik. Yeah, I'm a chuyif to watch my shar. A viful my shar is not shamor. But if I come home and I see that my shar is shamor, somebody else is watching it, there's no mechayef for me now to go ahead and watch it. And if that's the case, if the shar is mazik, I don't think you can come after me and say, you didn't watch it and therefore you should be chayef. There's a taina on me for Ishmira, it was being watched. I have a chiv to watch it when it fought the Shmira. There's no mitzvah sasa, I have a chiv to put on tefillin, I have a chiv to watch my shar. No, if my shar needs Shmira, I have to watch it. But it was Shomer, and if it was Shomer, there was no reason for me to watch it. But says Rabbi Sazalman, if the Mechaev of Niske Momin is the fact that my mama was Mazik, Narvas, when I watch it, I have a Ptoroinus, so then there's mocking to say that the only time I can come with a Tainus, Oinus Rahman Apache, is if I was watching it. But a Vithal, I wasn't watching it, Tainus, Oinus, you don't have. If the Shmira is the Mechaev, meaning the Ishmira, so at the end of the day, you can't be Mechaev me for not watching something that was Shamar. But if the Mechaev is the Niske moment, I have the Niske moment. Narvas, you're telling me, you're coming with this grace of Taina that. Oynes Rachman, what's the Oynes? You were doing nothing. That's not Oynes Rachman, but somebody else was watching it. That's not Oynes Rachman Apatri. For that, I would have to be watching it. This Rabbi Sazama wanted to say, this is the Nafkemina how you do And finally, a fourth Nafkemina that he brings, Vasmazak Dibbin Vesmedrish, and that is what would be, this is like a real Yeshiva Nafkemina. If at the time that the person was Paisheya, someone has a shot, and he was being Paisheya, you know why he was being Paisheya? Because it was Shabbos, and he was being Machal Shabbos while he was being Paisheya. So at the time that he was Paisheya, at the time that he did the Ishmira, he was being Poshaya. And then he was being Machal Shabbos. He was doing something for which he would be Chayav Mises Bezdin. And then the Shah went, and the Shah would be Mazak. Would you be Chayav or would you be Potter? If the Machayav is the Ishmira, so then you have come with the Rabbi Mine. At the time that I did the Ishmira, I was being Chayav Misa. And as a result, come with the Rabbi Mine, I'm going to be Potter. If the Chayav is the Shah damaging, 
Grad ahead, I watched it. I would have had a tour of Einus Rachman Apache, but the Chiv is the Niske moment. For that, it doesn't pass come with the Rabbin. And if that's the case, I'm going to be happy. So, I'll call upon him. It's really the Nafkiminas that bring out the Chakira better. Four Nafkiminas in this subtle, albeit Chakira Yudua, as it relates to the Shaykhs. So, I just want to end with one Ha'ara. This is again from the Avoyvam. And that is this Gemara in the Snech des Vachim, Daf Samachemad base. The Gemara there is discussing. The avoid of Malika that was done with the Chata Sa'if. The Pasik says as follows So the Kayan first takes the Chatas and he's going to do Malika. Right? We know what Malika is with the fingernail. It says in the Torah, Rab Shimon used to say, Shamati, I heard, that if the Kayan wants to be Mavdal by the Chatas Ha'oyf, you can be Mavdal. Now it says in the Torah of Allah, Yavdal. But Rab Lazar, Rab Shimon said, I heard, we have a Messiah, that if you want to be Mavdal, you can be Mavdal. Said Rab Lazar, Rab Shimon, my Yavdal. What does the Pasuk mean when it says La Yavdal? Ain't Sarek Lahavdal. It means you don't have to. You would have thought you have to be mavdul. Kamash Malan ain't tzarech. But now a yavdul loisa say if you want to be mavdul, you can be mavdul. Amali Rav Achabrei the Rav the Rav Ashi. So Rav Achabrei the Rav told Rav Ashi. The way Rav Los Rav Shimon understands the possible lo yavdul meaning ain't tzarech lahavdul. If that's the case, gabi bar dichsev v'loyichasenu by bar where it says in the Torah v'chiyif tachish bar oikiyicher ish bar v'loyichasenu v'nashfal shama shayrach amar hachanami dein tzarech lachasos. Gonna touch it the same way. Now, what does it mean? Veloy chasenu. You dig a bar. Veloy chasenu. Ain't tzarich lechasos. Why not? I mean, you're opening up a very slippery slope now in terms of how you're going to start reading pasuk. Right? Loy soichel chazi. You don't have to eat chazi. Right? Is that the way you're supposed to start reading all these plukim? So it says by bar. This was his kash. Veloy chasenu. So hachanami dein tzarich lechasos. So the Gemara says Rav Ashi told Rav Achabrei the Rabba hachi hashda. That's not. It's poshet. Hasam over there. Kiven dechsev balabar yishalim. Being that it says Balabar Yishalim, If the Torah says Balabar Yishalim, Balkarchach, he has a chiv to cover his bar. Because otherwise, how could he be chayiv to pay? So if that's the case, must be Veloy Chasen, who means you have to. Avol Hacha, but over here, Shtikl Torah, why Veloy Yavdol can mean Ein Tzarech Lahavdol? This is the Gemara. The Gemara thought that if Veloy Yavdol means Ein Tzarech Lahavdol, Benegayim Malika of Chatas Oiv, so maybe Veloy Chasen, by Bar, means Ein Tzarech Lachasos. But Ravashi said it can't be, because being that you find that the Balabar is chayiv to pay, Kivan Dechse Balabar Yishalim, Ilovei Uderami Lechsuye. Balkorchach means that he has to cover it. Because if you don't have to cover it, if you have no chiv to watch this bar, it's not possible that you would be chayiv. Reb Chaim Kanyevsky wrote a sefer called Siach Hasada. And in the sefer Siach Hasada, he has the orders on Shas. On this Gemara right here, Zvachim Samich Vava Meralev. Hasam Kivin Dechsev Vechulu Ilavei Vechulu. Zok Reb Chaim. Belishoyne Yazov. Mikan Rayan. From this Gemara, there's a Raya, the chiv Nezikin Al Shalai Shamra. That the chiv for all this game moment is the ishmira for loisha shmira potter, but not that the chiv is for the damage that took place. Just when you watch it, you're going to be potter. The imloy came my mishani because otherwise I'm not sure what the gemara's teretz is. Then stop and kiyadua the achreinim had a suffix in this chakira. Says Reb Chaim, I think this gemara talked away here in zvachim samich vavam is a raya. 
is a riot to the Chakira Ayudua. Why? Because in the Gemara it's before that it doesn't make sense that you should be chayiv on this gay bar unless there's a chayiv shmira on the bar. If Eloi Chasenu doesn't mean a chayiv to watch this bar and to cover it, then you can't be chayiv. Right? That's, those were the words of the Gemara. If Eloi Chasenu means ain't sarach l'chasis, you wouldn't be chayiv. But Karchacha means sarach l'chasis. Eloi Chasenu kilu, you did something wrong by not covering it. It says Reb Chayim Bishloimo, if the way Niske Momin works is that you're chayev for not watching. It's the Ishmira that's the Mechayev. So I understand the Gemara. The Gemara is saying, Pashit, if there's no Iser, if there's no Chayev, if it's not Sarech Lechasois, then how could you be responsible? The whole Chayev of this game moment, the whole Bavakama is shrying that you're responsible for not watching. So if the Torah says that you don't have to watch, then there's no way for birth to fit into Bavagama. But if you're going to tell me that the Chiv of Niske moment is, your moment damages, you're Achroi. You want to watch? Watch. And if you watch and it damages, you'll rather be Potter. But Niske moment has nothing to do with Ishmira. Niske moment is that your moment damages, the Allah is going to be Chayev. So if what Niske moment means is that when your moment damages, you're going to be Chayev, then, Lechura, where do you see from the fact that the Balabar is Chayev that Veloy Chasenu means Tzarech Lechasas? Loyum, I'll tell you, ain't Tzarech Lechasas, but you're still Chayev. Why? Not because you were negligent in your Shmir, that's never the Mechayev of this game moment. Because your bar, yours, you're the Balabar, Shnei Dvarim, Enem B'Shusa, Shalad, Vasan, Akasav, Kilahim B'Shusa, one of them is a bar B'Shusarab, and it's yours, and as a result, you're going to be responsible for the damage that took place. So says Reb Chaim, Mikan Raya, Dechiv, Nezikin, Al Shloi, Shamroi, V'loisha, Shmir, Pate, Dimloi, Kemai, Meshani, V'nestak, V'zah, Akhreinim, Zah, Zok, the Baal, Avoy, Baam, he says, Niflin, the Valk. He says, the emissaries, and we're going to end with this, and Be'ez Hashem, we're going to pick up part two tomorrow. So what's the Chakira Hayudua? The way it's been said over for a hundred plus years. The Chakira Hayudua is that, is the Mechaev of Niske moment the fact that my moment was massive? Just like I'm Achroi for my Nesikin, I'm Achroi when my moment is massive. And when I watch it, the reason I'm Potter is not because it felt in the Sibas Hamechayev, just when I watch it, I have a Ptor Oynes, that's Rabbi Sazamus Lashen, for Oynes Rachmana Patre. Or the reason a person's Achroif in this game moment is not so much because of what his animal did, but it's equally as much because of what he did. It's the fact that you didn't watch your animal and it's your negligence that's the reason that you're going to be Achroif for what it is that your animal does. But the first sad is that the reason you're chayef in this game moment is because just like you're chayef for what you do, you're also going to be chayef for what your animal does. So the, the Rosh Hashivas, as in the Heintiger Rosh Hashivas, they all mutcher very much from a, a toysvis later in the Mesechta, in the beginning of Perakakoinus. So the first mission of Perakakoinus, which is obviously very, very critical for all the sugyas that we're learning right now, says that, If Listen would go into somebody's house and they would steal somebody's animal, and then the animal would be mazik, the Listen would be chayv. Now the Gemara's reaction to this line in the mission is, It's so obvious. So what's the shail? Of course they should be chayv. Toysvis, tap toysvis, in Bavakamun, and Vavam, and Beis, toysvis has been I don't even understand this halacha. Why is it that 
ganiv or a gazlin that steals an, an animal, the animal goes ahead and damages, the aloch is that the ganiv and the gazlin should be chayiv. When are you chayiv? What did the Mishnah say? Hatzad that it's yours and it's darkon lahazik. And therefore, it has to be yours first, right? It's called this game moment. If a Ganav steals something, that thing becomes his. Now, there is something called Kinyan Igneva and Kinyan Igzela. But Kinyan Igneva and Kinyan Igzela are very limited. If a Ganav steals something, he wants to be Makadash and Yishu with it. It's not Lochem. If, if a Ganav steals an Estrig and he wants to be Makai and Dalud Minim, right? That is the Sugi of Lochem. It's not his. Good. Yish, Yinirishosh, Yinibailim. You have to learn the second half of Balvakama for there. But the point is, is that the Gemara said, Pshita, I'm not sure. I don't understand Pashim Shah. Why if somebody steals somebody else's animal and then the animal damages his? It's missing the Aleph base of this game moment. The Aleph base is before the Lambdas. It has to be yours. It's not yours. So how could you be Chayef? Says Toysvis. The Yesh Loimar. The Svorahu. The Gazlin Nichnas Tachas Habaylan. It's a Svorah that the Gazlin becomes the Baylan. The Kivan Shahitzim Yushos Baylan. Shahu Chayov and the Shmirasan. Because being that the Gazlin took this animal out of the Rishos of the Baylan. Who themselves had a chiyuv shmira, right? The shmirano chiyuv shmira. They ain't a bailum yuchaylum the shaimra, and now the bailum can't watch it anymore. Lefisha nixilam mayhem because it was taken away from them. Yesh alagazul the shaimra. That in and of itself obligates the gazlin to what? You took it away from the ba- from the shaimer, and that shaimer can't watch it anymore. Jokes on you. Now you have to watch it. And here's the punchline: the leinian nezokin ikru bailum kol mishav yadig the shaimer. The touch of a Bailam when it comes to this game moment is the person that's able to watch it. Er is the Bailam. State in Toysim is the Rosh Hashivas. The Taich of Bailam when it comes to this game moment is not the same as the Taich of Bailam in Kolotai Rukula. Ordinarily, if you want to know, are you the Bailam? We just finished learning Masech this Kedushan. So, Ha'ish uh, Mekadesh. Bikasev. It has to be his Kasev. It's not yours. You can't be Mekadesh and Isha with it. What's the definition of yours? I don't know. You're the owner. Is it yours? You're, it's your moment. If it's your moment, you can be Mekadesh and Isha. There's uh, of what the taich of Bailus is. If it's my mommy, I own the Zach, binich the Bailum. If I don't own the Zach, binich nit the Bailum. Can you perish? Can you not? We have all the different sugyas. When it comes to this game, mommy, the taich of Bailum is not, do I have the mommy? Am I the one that can be Makadash and issue with it? That's not the Nakuda. Zoktoisis, the Indian Nezokin, Ikru Bailum, call Misha Biyodai Lashaimra. Whoever has the capacity to watch it, errors the Bailum. Now, it doesn't change the Chakira Hayyadua. This still to start him. Am I Chayyad because my mama was Mazik? Or am I Chayyad because of my Pshia, my Ishmira? But what we are changing is the Nusach of the Chakira Hayyadua a little bit. And that is the first sad that I'm Chayyad for my mom and being Bible. What does it mean, my mom? The title of my mom is, is that I'm the Chayyad Mishpat owner. The title of my mom is, I'm the one that is Biyad Elishoyim and I'm the Achroi on the Shmira. If I'm achroy to watch this thing and this thing damages, I'm chayev. I'm chayev because the thing that I was achroy to watch damaged. Not because of my pshia, my ishmir. I'm chayev because my... Again, it's just benusach achar ktsas. But the point is, is that Toysvis seemingly, here in the beginning of Parakakoinus, is defining what it means to be a bailim as it relates to the laws of niske moment. But here's the point. The point is, they're chayim... Brought a raya from the Gemara in Zvachim Samach Vavam and Aleph. 
to one side in the Chakira Hayudua. Because the Gemara says that if you're going to tell me that Veloy Chasenu means ain't Sarech Lechasos, that means you don't have to watch it. If you don't have to watch it, how could the Balabar be chayv? So it says, Reb Chaim, if the chiyuv niske momen is for the ishmira, so if I don't have a chiyuv to watch it, so there was no ishmira. If there was no ishmira, how could I be chayv? If, however, the chiyuv for niske momen is the fact that my momen was mazik, well, if my momen was mazik, so just because ain't tzarech lechasis, that doesn't undermine the niske momen, and mechet I shouldn't be chayv. That's all good if the sad moment of mazik is that I'm the bailam on this zach and my thing went ahead and was mazik. But if the taich of moment of mazik is that if I'm achroy on the shmir of the zach, then I'm the bailam and then if it damages, I'm going to be chayyav. So even on the sad moment of mazik, you have to start off with there being a chayyav shmira. So if you have to start off with there being a chayyav shmira, then it's poshet avaloy chasen who has to mean tzorach lechasas. And that's the Gemara's raya. Chaim said that this is a to the Chakira Yudua, that's true in the 20th century version of how you say over the Chakira Yudua. But in the 21st century Nusach, it's already a little bit of a different Nusach. Again, this is just a Toya Mel, Chaim Zachel. For the rest of it, you have to learn for a Seder. But the bottom line is, this is just a Toya Mel. But the other Tzad is that even on the Tzad moment of Mazik, it all starts with a Chiyav Shmir. If it starts with a Chiyav Shmir, the Gemara is right. Is right. Tomorrow, we're going to do part two.